anything today i don't know what it is i got up sleepy i continue to be sleepy i did my workout sleepy <laughs> nothing nothing is bringing me joy it must be the weekend before school starts. anxiety exhaustion <laughs> yay yay yeah yeah oh i had an mri scan yesterday oh yeah hear about my mri scan okay so uh the continuing saga of my arm uh, so the hand surgeon managed to diagnose me, give me medication, and set up an MRI exam for me within 20 minutes. Nice. Uh, so she put a big needle in my elbow and gave me a big cortisone shot, and that's very, very nice. But I might have a cyst in my in my wrist Ooh. that was caused when I was lifting weights and tore some tissue. So I had to have an MRI scan yesterday in my wrist. Oh boy, let me tell you, <laughs> MRI scans are fun as hell. <laughs> yeah, take them seriously when they say, hey, if you're claustrophobic, this is going to be a bad time, because it's a very small space. Yeah, if they offer you a, a Valium or a Xanax, you take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was okay with it, um, uh, but I think because I was lying on my front. So when they do like an isolated body part, like your arm, they get you to like stick your arm out and put it in like, you know, in Doctor Who, I don't know if you've watched Doctor Who. Yeah, just not in a long time. Okay, so you know in Doctor Who when they have David Tennant's hand in the jar? Vaguely. Okay, well, at some point, David Tennant starts to get his hand chopped off, and then in Torchwood, they keep it in a jar, and it's kind of creepy. But anyway, <laughs> I had like a little Doctor Who hand jar that I put my hand in, and they said, lie down like Superman on your front. I was like, okay, so... But that's how I sleep, with my arm under the pillow and my head kind of turned. And they were like, it's going to be about half an hour. If your arm starts to hurt, grip this little squeezy thing. Dude, if it wasn't for the noise, I'd have fallen asleep. <laughs> it was pretty chill. I just closed my eyes, put my head down, lay very still. It was quite nice. It does sound nice. When the lady came out, she was like, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> and I felt validated for something that... <laughs> I love it when you get validation. Like, when you donate blood, it is also kind of nice to just be like, I'm chilling here. I don't have to do anything. I can play, a, like, a game on my phone or whatever. I don't have to do anything. I can just focus on giving up my blood. And they're always like, well, thank you so much for coming in. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> God, that shit is noisy, though. You would think, with all the advances in technology and stuff, <laughs> that... An MRI scan wouldn't take 30 minutes and would not be the equivalent of putting your head in the noise of something that makes blender sounds for 30 minutes. Well, maybe when we ran out of, when we run out of helium, we'll find a better way. Well, we're going to have to if we run out of helium, <laughs> which apparently is a finite resource, which I learned on this podcast. Callback. There we go. Um, so yeah, yesterday was quite exciting and I couldn't find any shirts. Did you see my angry tweet? I did not. About... About crop shirts. Oh, are they everywhere? Guys, hey, fashion labels, stop making fucking button-up crop tops. I need a goddamn fucking shirt for work. <laughs> Just make a fucking shirt. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to, like, a not-trendy place. Like, go to Kohl's. Dude, I went <laughs> everywhere! I went to Kohl's, I went to Ross, I went everywhere. In the end, it was 6pm, and I went to Nordstrom. Mm, that'll do it, too. It was just, it was stupid. I couldn't even come out from Target. Target. Really? That's weird. Yeah. Nowhere. Old Navy? Nope. No button-ups at Old Navy. I swear to God, nobody makes clothes for humans anymore. <laughs> they just make clothes for TikTok and Instagram. At least That's all the it. jeans are high-rise. It's only one at a time. That's true. Unlike in the 90s where all the jeans sucked and the shirts sucked at the same time, you know? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Everything, everything sucked in the 90s. Speaking of which, that trans transitions into my banter topic, which was la mm -hmm. this last week, or not, it's Friday and I have today off, so the week is over to me, but um, on Wednesday, had a meeting with people at school to talk about the dress code, <sighs> and I thought I was going to be some lone SJW voice being like, listen, we don't need a dress code. Just make sure that their parts are covered in such a manner where you wouldn't need to blur it on television and you're good. Like, that's it. And make sure they don't have like swastikas or anything. It's fine. I thought I was going to be the only person saying that, but I got backed up by uh, my co-teacher oh, and yeah. a male teacher. Oh, 
He brought up rape culture and victim blaming, and I didn't even have to do it. <laughs> Ew. I was like, good, thank you. I don't sound like that person. But yeah, I did end up arguing almost face-to-face with both an assistant principal and a counselor, because they were like, well, this these two girls got bullied because of what they were wearing. Well, then you punish the bullies, honey. That's your job. Right, that's how that works. Oh my god. They're like, she was bullied because of what she was wearing. No, no, she wasn't bullied because of what she was wearing. She was bullied because people decided to bully her. She was bullied because of bullies. Like, they will find any excuse. Fortunately, she didn't like get taken out of class or anything. But I also brought up how I've had three teachers come up to me and ask me about dress codes saying that the girls are, quote, half naked or, like, oh wearing God. a bra. And I'm like, none of your business. As long as they're clothed and wouldn't get arrested in public, it's not a problem. It's not your problem. Just focus on teaching. Please don't make comments to the girls. One teacher told me that she told a girl to put on a sweater, and I was like, is this 1980? What are we doing? So, yeah, I just... Uh... I hate dress code. Yeah. I hate dress code. <sighs> How I long for the simple days of uniform. <laughs> then all I had to bitch about was, why is your tie the size of a pencil? <laughs> like, it needs to be longer than that. Do you not know how to tie your tie? Because I can tie your tie for you, but I don't know why it's, like, less than an inch long. Are you serious? Come on now. Yeah, one of the counselors was like, well, they should be learning how to dress professionally. I'm like, then why don't we have uniforms? Yeah, give them a uniform. No, we don't? Okay, great, because that's what a job is for. Yeah. Can you show me in the Common Core where it says we need to teach them how to dress professionally? Oh, no, you can't. Great. Okay, cool. Let's drop it then. Cool. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks. So, yeah, that was fun. I was, like, so mad I was shaking. But then the male teacher afterwards was like, I really liked the way you phrased some of those things. Like, you you were really great. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm going to go, like, <laughs> stuff my face now. I need to stress eat. <laughs> Damn. So, that was fun. Well, especially in warmer areas, because, you know, it's going to be 105 here next week. Yeah. Are we expecting the kids to come in full trousers and full sleeves? Like, if a kid is wearing spaghetti straps because otherwise they're going to overheat, that's not my problem. How am I supposed to dress according to the dress code? Also, it's fucking boiling. Yeah. Do you guys have a dress code for teachers? Yeah. Because we don't. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have spent six hours trying to buy shirts yesterday. <laughs> Do you? Can you wear jeans? No. Ugh, fuck that. Not denim looking jeans. Mm. Yeah, I have some like black jeans and gray jeans. Yeah. Tenured teachers do anyway, but like, we're basically supposed to dress semi-professionally, but I always feel uncomfortable wearing something that the kids aren't allowed to wear, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So if I came to school wearing like something that was off the shoulder, I would feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I, uh, I always, I mean, because I'm leaning over a lot, so I just make sure to do high-necked things. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, but I can't, I can't wear high-necked chicks, it makes me feel like I'm choking. Yeah, to a point, high-necked shirts, (laughs) but... So, yeah. Well, hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme and this is episode 68. Sounds about right. Sure. Yeah, seems legit. Let's go. Let's go with it. Hey, we're one away from the funny number. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll have to do something special. All sex episode. For for the sex number. Yes. (gasps) Let's do it. Like, we haven't talked about sex in a while, actually. Yeah, we haven't. We talked a lot about weddings recently. We've done lots of weddings and lots of journal reading. We're going to continue that trend today. (laughs) Okay. Okay. At least the wedding thing. But not yet. First, I have a self-aware relationships post. Hooray. OP is 26 and her boyfriend is 28. Mm-hmm. How do I stop trying to control my boyfriend? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, good for you for realizing that you have right red flags. These do crop up occasionally in the relationship subreddits. There will be someone saying, I realize I'm a really jealous boyfriend. How do I stop? Like, it's nice to see. Yeah, there was another one this week, but I chose this one because it's a little more interesting. So, my boyfriend and I have been dating for just over two years, and we had a bit of a heart-to-heart today that horrified me. He was really overweight when we met and would regularly drink 20 pints of beer in a night most weekends. <gasps> oh my god. At least god. it's just weekends, supposedly. No, <laughs> that's really bad. In some yeah. in some ways, binge drinking is worse than... Yeah, it is a def- a definitely a type of alcohol use abuse. Oof, that's terrible. 
I dated him accepting his weight, but he's lost a significant amount through not being able to go to the pub over lockdown slash eating home-cooked meals every night. He's mentioned how he feels better and has a more positive body image now, which is great. As he is still a little overweight, we came up with a plan to stop him snacking on junk and eating healthier. It was going well, but he brought up how I have been making derogatory comments whenever he picked the unhealthy option, or mm. on the rare occasion he goes to the pub with his friends and how they really impact his self-esteem. I immediately burst into tears because my mom would do the same thing to me when I was a teenager, and it really warped my relationship with food and body image. I'm horrified that I've been doing the same thing to someone else. I would class my behavior as a major red flag in a partner. It comes from a place of wanting to help my boyfriend be healthy and feel better about himself, but the way I've gone about doing that is really not good. Has anyone else had this self-realization before? And what would you or did you do to fix it and stop being such a control freak? Oh, wow. She's very aware. Okay. Um, you do learn subconsciously a lot of patterns of behavior from the way that other people treat you, especially when you're a kid, right? Yeah. So if you're parent one of your parents is always saying oh you're stupid or you're fat or whatever those things stay in your brain even though you may not necessarily be thinking about them and then they'll kind of pop out of your mouth when when you're trying to tell somebody something because you don't know a, a useful or, or um less harmful way of doing it mm -hmm. but i'm glad that she can see exactly where it's come from and she's not in denial about it that's really important yeah and if i feel like the First things you learn as a child are definitely the most ingrained. And this, like, mm -hmm. comes in anything. Like, my... I was thinking about this today. My guide teacher, my first guide teacher, was, like, a really shitty person and kind of shitty to the students. And so I found that cropping up in my own behavior, which is bad. And so I have to, like, actively not do that, especially when I'm getting frustrated it's easier to make like derogatory comments or like threaten the students with something. But mm -hmm. if you actually like, hey, if you kind of sympathize with them and say, hey, we're going to work together and that way you get this reward for doing the right behavior that you want them to do, then they're a lot more responsive to that as opposed to right. trying to neg them into doing it. Right. Um, geez, his drinking was really out of control though. Yeah, yeah. 20 pints of beer in a night most weekends. That's in a wild. Night. I mean, a, a beer in England is a lot less strong than America. No, not necessarily. Depends what he's drinking. True. Yeah. But most, well, um, I mean, I'm used to double IPAs that are like 11%. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, w when we're talking pints of beer, we're generally talking lager in England if you're drinking that much. It's about 4% a pint. Mm -hmm. But at the rate of 20 pints a night, it doesn't matter if it's a double IPA or not. Like. That's a lot of it's, liquid. Just. It's a lot of liquid. Not even the alcohol content. Like, that's that's a lot. Um, hopefully, I mean, it seems like the boyfriend's pretty self-aware. Seems like he is now. Like, and this, I think this is a, this is an interesting kind of look into British drinking culture. Mm. Um, how old did she say they were? He's 28, she's 26. Okay, so you'll start drinking like that when you're 18. And in a lot of kind of male-dominated um, friendship groups... The idea is to drink as much as possible. It's not about quality, it's about quantity. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing this on a regular basis, you will be racking up 8, 10, 12 pints a night easy because your friends are egging you on. It's not that you go to the pub and you have a nice quiet pint and then you go home after you've had a meal. It's we are going out to drink and that is all we're going to do. And they might start at 11 o'clock in the morning and go until 3 o'clock at night. Like, it's it's kind of wild. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot in colleges. In the US too, like I mentioned that before. But I feel like in America, once you're out of college, that stops. Yeah. In England, it's not it's not kind of confined to those spaces because you can walk everywhere and because everywhere's very small like we don't really have college towns we just have towns <laughs> that they have universities in and yeah that's it's quite frightening when you kind of look at the way that young men in england behave around alcohol and their kind of perceptions of what a good night out is 
It's pretty alarming. Yeah. And hopefully now that he's feeling better, you know, eating home-cooked meals, not going to the pub as much, he kind of is resetting Mm -hmm. his behavior and realizing that that's not healthy. Yeah. God, that's insane. Yeah, that is. It's wild. But hopefully, I mean, it might be good for them to do individual therapy. It seems like they have really good communication as a couple. Right, and she's been helpful, and, you know, she hasn't been resentful of him in any way. But it's bringing about some deep-seated issues of her own, which she hasn't properly dealt with. So probably individual therapy, and yeah, I would say couples therapy too. I would always say couples therapy, even if you're communicating really well, because this is something you're going to have to deal with not just today. Like, this is a rest-of-your-life kind of deal if... This is how you think about eating and whatever. Yeah, I mean, couples therapy never hurts, but, you know, we only have so much money and time. (laughs) Well, I guess this is in the UK, too, so you only get so many appointments. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They're they're on the right path, and she's, you know, she's willing to change. So I wish we had some examples of the kinds of things she was saying to him. Let me see what I can find. I feel like that would be more useful in terms of giving advice. Because there's a difference between... There's a difference between saying, oh, there's a there's an option for a salad here instead of fries, or, oh my god, I can't believe you chose the fries, you fat bastard. <laughs> okay, so she says, I've never physically taken or hidden food from him, but it's verbal, essentially just shaming him for eating, which is gross. So, yes, probably stuff like, are you eating again? Like, we just ate. Constant backhanded remarks, kind of snarky. Okay. Yeah, and then people are also saying, like, oh, you burst into tears? Were you trying to manipulate him and make it about you? And she's like, no, I didn't mean to cry. I apologized at the time and stressed that I was the one in the wrong and didn't want sympathy. I was just really upset at myself for behaving like that. Sometimes on Reddit, they can be really pitchforks. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, when someone admits a fault. Like, obviously, sometimes somebody is really awful and it's like wow okay you have no self-awareness but when someone's coming and they're asking hey look i realize i was in the wrong and i want to fix it and then people are like wow you manipulator like it's not helpful yeah people are really focusing on that alcohol content it looks like and she's like i don't think he is an alcoholic and it's like but alcoholism is a spectrum and binge drinking even if you're not drinking every single day and then in that case if you stop drinking you wouldn't have withdrawals but you still have a problem yeah. Could be worth getting him onto um onto a, a treatment program. Well, I would say we need, would need more information as to how he's behaving now. Yeah. But like he definitely needs to talk to somebody about the alcohol because what's going to happen when everything opens up again? Is he just going to go back to the way it was or it's pretty easy to abstain when the means is taken away from you? Yeah, exactly. Like, and then when it comes so, back. Yeah. Um. She also says, would you be calling it an addiction if he was slamming 20 pints of water? No, you need water to live. <laughs> like, water is a good thing. Yeah. I think she maybe was a little bit focused on accepting him as he is a little bit mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. when there was a problem happening. Um. <laughs> he normally only drinks on Saturday and spends Sunday feeling sorry for himself, but it's only when all of his friends are free. Realistically, probably three to four Saturdays a month, but it's still a disgusting <laughs> amount. So every weekend. Pretty much, yeah, except for the occasional <laughs> yeah. night off. Jesus. Let's see. My mom would call me a pig and refuse to let me order dessert when we went to a restaurant. Damn. I essentially starved myself for five or so years before my father staged an intervention of sorts. I never got to be thin enough that I needed hospitalization, but I was constantly sick and looked gone. I'm currently a healthy weight, but still won't touch anything with sugar in it. Um, yeah, that sounds... Yeah, they're both struggling with two different kinds of issues, so yeah. I would say individual therapy would be a good place to start. Yeah, for sure. Sounds like they both have some stuff going on. Yeah, and then and then I, I'll, I'll just take it back. Yeah, couples therapy, helpful. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got some neighbor conflicts. Oh, neighbors, neighbors. Oh, that's not going to make any sense to you. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a um, an American uh, American Australian soap opera called Neighbors. It was quite popular in the UK for a long time. Everybody needs good neighbors. It's where Kylie Minogue first got famous, if you know who Kylie Minogue is. Uh, I've heard that name before. Yeah, she's a big music star, so... 
But it has it has a very uh, specific theme tune. Okay, so this is the name of the asshole post. No ages are stated. Am I the asshole if I refuse to park one spot over? <laughs> Yay, parking disputes. <laughs> Hello. I moved two weeks ago and received a note yesterday from my downstairs neighbor about where I've been parking. Where we live, there's no assigned parking spots. We all park in the back of the house and the spots are first come, first serve. I work Monday through Friday until 3 p.m. and so far I've been the first one home. Nobody else in the lot, so I always end up in the first parking spot. In the note, she writes how she understands the parking spots aren't assigned, but for four years now she's always parked in this one spot and would like me to park one spot over. She also mentions how this one spot is right next to her stairs, but this one spot is also right next to my stairs as well. I spoke to our landlord and told him what's going on. He said there's not much he can do and I should just talk to her myself. I wrote a note back last night, but I'm debating leaving it. I don't want to cause more problems. Am I the asshole if I refuse to park one spot over? I feel like I'm not the asshole. By parking one spot over so she can park next to her stairs, I'd be inconveniencing myself. This isn't a big deal. (laughs) This one spot that she wants is also right next to my stairs. I'm not taking it intentionally. Whenever I get home, I just park in whatever spot is first available. Uh, She goes on in the edit to mention, she left a two-page note in my mailbox. The note started off by saying, I thought you guys would have figured out by now, but I've parked in the first spot for four years now without any, all caps, issues until now. Oh, okay. She's being a bitch. ended the note by saying no hard feelings i just appreciate my spot back and i don't know for sure if she has any disability what the fuck why are people so territorial about this shit (laughs) like if op wants to be chill op can um alternate you know i just fucking let her have it it's not even a big deal if she's gonna go all like boardwalk empire on it just let her have it i don't care it's it's a non-problem like for for the for the peace and enjoyment of my home, she can she can have the parking space. I don't care. Yeah, I literally I would just be like whatever. Like it's not worth it. This yeah. person obviously cares enough to write a two page note and not be self aware about it. So I'm just gonna like not fight this. It's not a hill to die on at all. It's not the mole hill to die on. I probably wouldn't even deign to write her a note back. I'd just stop parking in the space. Yeah. I probably wouldn't speak to her. Because she sounds like a nut. Yeah. But, yeah. Because engaging in an argument with this woman about this parking space is just going to be so much drama. <laughs> like, if you go or you write a note and you're like, yeah, th- this this is why I want the space, she's just going to go, Ring! Yeah. Because she's not capable of being reasonable, it sounds like. So, yeah, just forget it's it. The Give up the textbook spot. example of not worth it. Like, it's yeah. four feet. Like, that's how long a, a wide a parking spot is. Like, four or five feet. It's not a big deal. Just let her have it. Call it a day. Yeah. This is a non-problem. I can't understand people who... I mean, I'm hyper self-aware, I guess, to the point of embarrassment sometimes or, like, indecision. I don't understand <laughs> how people could just do this and be like, this is good and fine what I am doing. Writing a two-page note is good and i should do this yes like no at no point of the process did she ask like am i the karen in this situation like are we the baddies except am i the karen (laughs) (laughs) because there are like there are people who believe that they're the only person in the world in the story like they are the main character and everything must be done to appease them today's objective get my parking spot back (laughs) right and, and it's it's often people who have like literally nothing else going on. So yeah, it it doesn't mean anything. It's it's the most important thing that's going to happen in her day because when she closes the door to her house, nothing else is going to happen to her. Yeah, like it's really difficult when you live next door to somebody who's just like that, unbendable like that. Yeah, it's like I haven't really had any issues with my neighbors lately, but we did have. That one guy who would throw trash off the balcony onto the lawn every single night. And he would come home and get drunk until like three in the morning and then just throw stuff. Like one time there was like a whole ass pizza box. And (laughs) Matt went and put it all in front of his door, which was upstairs. And then he threw it all back on the lawn again. And it's like, Hmm. really? This man was like in his 40s. 
So it wasn't like college kids, although we did also live under different college kids who would do that for a while and then they calmed down. But yeah, we didn't even leave a note or anything. We just kind of called the landlord and was like, hey, can you like talk to him about not leaving his shit? And they're like, we've tried a lot. <laughs> and then as soon as he moved out, they started finding people for leaving trash outside. And I was like, were you scared of him? <laughs> this Yeah, this is the thing. Like people... People have funny perceptions of renting. Like, some people rent and they're like, well, it's not my problem, so I can behave how I like. Yeah. And then sometimes, like, that's the position that landlords take as well. So you'll, you you can sometimes be in the position where you have a shitty neighbor and then your landlord is like, well, not my problem. Because it's not in the contract or whatever. Like, so you can really be stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> um, I can't, I don't think I've ever had a really bad neighbor. No. I don't I, I don't remember ever having a super bad neighbor. Yeah, I bet you this woman has never had a bad neighbor either. Like she's just looking for a fight about nothing. I uh also lived in a house that was next to a house that kept getting raided by the police cuz they kept cooking meth. Um <laughs> and they would just have people coming over all the time and people would like sexually harass my roommate when she was unlocking the gate Jesus. in the morning and it was like okay, like I, I, if someone's parking in my spot and I have to walk five extra feet, that's not worth my time to write a two-page letter, you know? Like, no. Like, it's so much perspective. Like, yes, this woman clearly has no perspective. Oh, zero perspective. She's never, never had a, a, a day of hardship in her life. God. Yeah. <laughs> my mom has a friend like this who would totally do this um, oh because God. she has never had a job um, in her life. Her husband was an engineer before he retired, so, mm. like, they never needed her to work, and she just doesn't really understand the things that retail workers go through on a day-to-day -day basis, so, uh, I remember one time we went back to school shopping with her at Walmart, and they were, we were getting, like, uh, binder paper, like, lined paper, and it was, like, mm -hmm. something to the effect of, it said it was 30 cents, but when it rang up, it was, like, 34 cents. Like, that petty. The and fuck? the clerk had to, like, go and figure out what the fucking problem was. And it was like, oh, because the paper that she got was college-ruled and the 30-cent one was uh, wide-ruled or whatever. And it's like, that's still a really good fucking price of maybe just calm down. <laughs> 30 pence. Just calm your tits, yeah. lady. <sighs> honestly, people get so het up about nothing. Yeah. I, I honestly think every single person... I think we've mentioned this before. It definitely needs to work retail mm -hmm. for at least a year in their life. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Retail and or call center. And or waitressing. Um, or waitering. Wait, yeah, waiting some tables. kind of service job that is minimum wage and garbage. <laughs> then it wouldn't be as garbage because everybody would know. What's up? Yeah. Like, Fuck. yeah, yesterday we ordered pizza or the day before or whatever. And we ordered from Woodstocks, which is a chain in California, and they have in-house drivers, which is one of the reasons why we order from there, because they're, like, employees that are paid a fair wage. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the guy called to be like, oh, we're out of the beer that you have, and left a message, and I did not realize until, like, 15 minutes later, and called back, and... The guy was just super chill about it. <laughs> like, just very, like, all right, let me check on the beer. You know, like, not stressed out at all. And it's, I don't know if that was a result of not being forced to uh, deal with Uber tips and stuff and, like, being being raided for every single delivery. But he just seemed like right. he was, he was like, I will do it. And I'm not, like, going to jerk you around about it or anything like that. But... I'm not going to run over to the taps and run back, you know, to see what yeah. beers they have. So, <sighs> yeah. My sister drove for Uber for a while, like Uber Eats. And uh, it just sounds miserable. It really you does. You get like $3 per delivery and you have yeah, to get it's... five stars. Otherwise, you drop. They don't give you as many deliveries. So, anyway, yeah, that was kind of a tangent. Bullshit. <laughs> but it's Friday afternoon and it's 90 degrees in here. It's Friday afternoon. My dude, I can't get my brain to focus on anything. So, it's a it's a miracle I'm stringing sentences together. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I were this OP, I would just do it. Maybe I, occasionally yeah, just... if I had groceries or something heavy to carry, I would park there. But, like, I wouldn't fight this battle. It's not worth it. 
And then maybe she'll be nicer yeah, to you when it comes to some other bullshit thing that she wants you to do. Yeah, you just you don't want it to turn into just fucking war over smallest piece of land available. So. <laughs> a literal parking spot. Yeah. Alright, so this next one is from Relation... No, Am I the Asshole? Wait till the fucking brigade goes by, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, OP is 28 and her husband is 26. Or 15, not sure. What? <laughs> one day, one day <laughs> I'm gonna snap. Like Kathy Bates and fried green tomatoes <laughs> slam into people. All right. Am I the asshole for not taking my husband to the hospital after he lied to me? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> could go either way, really. It could be anything. Let's find out. Me and my husband have been married for four months. Four months? I returned to work right after we got back from our honeymoon. My husband thinks I went back too soon and extended our and wanted to extend our honeymoon or plans for a summer trip for us. But since we have to pay rent, electricity, and internet, we needed to earn a living. I work at a restaurant right across the street. My husband would call me during work hours and complain about missing me and feeling bored. I get what? home by 6 p.m., so I understand how he feels, since he can't start working until September. He called me one time- Maybe He can't start working until September? Oh. Uh, yeah, so it says in the comments that her husband suffers from a mental condition, which causes him to be stressed out and depressed if he's alone. He's better now compared to how he was in past years. He's taking medication for his condition, but he always complains about not having someone to talk to. We live far from where our parents live. He doesn't know a lot of people in the town and we, where we live in, only his brother who lives in the same town. And he's not allowed to start working until September because of those reasons. Oh, he had to take a mental okay. health leave. Okay. He called me one time from work asking if I could come home to watch a movie together, but I said I was busy. <laughs> he complained and then ended the call, then called me back 30 minutes later telling me to get home ASAP because he injured his arm and couldn't move it. I freaked out and went home quickly to find it was actually a lie to get me to skip work so I could watch the movie with oh him. Oh my god. It pissed me off. He did it again days yeah. later saying his car broke down and I needed to come pick him up. Then I found out he lied to get me out of work so he could take me out for lunch. He could take you? With what money? <laughs> Yeah. I spoke to him about it and told him to stop doing it, and he apologized and said he wouldn't repeat those shameful acts. So five days ago, he called me while I was working to tell me to come take him to the hospital because he fell from the stairs and injured his ankle. Mm -hmm. I hung up on mm -hmm. him, thinking he was lying. Yep. I'm pretty sure I've read this before somewhere. I don't know. Sounds familiar. <laughs> he texted me, but I ignored him since I had a ton of work. 20 minutes later, his brother called and was mad, saying he just took my husband to the hospital for his broken ankle, and I should have responded to my husband's calls and texts. I went to the hospital, and my husband was very upset. I tried to explain I thought he was joking, but he said, save it, I don't want to hear about how you thought I was a liar. Then went on about how hurt he was that I didn't help him in his time of need and vulnerability. Oh my god. He told me to go back to work since it was so important, and since I didn't want to leave it to help him out. He started a big argument over this. I told him due to his previous lies, how was I supposed to believe him now? He said he didn't even need to tell me and I should have known something was wrong. What? It's been days that he's still upset and asked his sister-in-law to stay to help him out. I feel horrible and what? like not a supportive wife at all. So yeah. What? <laughs> just so many little things you can pick out. Like... It's just a lot going on. Oh, yeah. The story I'm remembering that sounds similar to this is the boy that cried wolf. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking. It's a thing we teach to I'm children. I'm really skeptical. And I, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or anything about this fucking mental health condition. Yeah. He has a mental health condition where he can't be on his own. Is that? Am I hearing that right? Yeah. Is that what she said? Like, I. I and I understand like being al having anxiety with being alone is real like that's a thing that exists yeah that's a thing but it seems like if he is on a break from work to deal with his mental health issues that he should be dealing with his mental health issues like right not sitting at home waiting for his wife to come and watch a movie with him and thinking of ways to get her home from work like have a therapist you can text right or fucking join a club or something he has a car like play God, fucking online video games that's what I would be doing. Jeez. Listen to podcasts and Just... clean the house and have dinner on the table by the time she gets home. <laughs> like, right? Take up a hobby. There's so many things. And I, I find even less sympathy after this 15 months of having to stay at home and figure out stuff to do. Like, granted, most of us had 
other people, but like many of my friends live alone and had to deal with that and it sucked for them. And it's like, you're risking her job that's putting food on your table and paying your rent. Right. I like how he was like, oh, I'm on mental health leave so we can have an extended honeymoon. <laughs> like, I don't know, this is very obtuse behavior. It's very, like, I, when I read this, my initial thought, and of course, this sounds very sitcom-y. He texted her about how he broke his ankle and had to go to the hospital. She didn't respond so then he threw himself down the stairs so that it became true. Like, I'm suspicious of the ankle. Just... Which sounds, uh, yeah, that could just be me uh, being dramatic. But it sounds like this guy is very dramatic. Yeah, and I I, I wonder how, it, it it is convenient timing where it's like, I'm going to punish you for telling me to stop. Yeah, right, exactly. <sighs> and then the family's mad at her. Yeah, no, she needs to tell them what's up. She needs to tell them because it seems like he is the one crafting it seems this like narrative. It lo- right, it looks like she's been really neglectful. When in reality, why would she believe him? God, you can't have kids with this oh, guy. absolutely not. No, 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 no. Can you imagine what that would oh, be you like? Know what? He needs, though, maybe a dog. Oh, yeah. I feel like that would be good. That's good for anxiety. Dogs are. For some people. Some yeah. people, they make anxiety worse. But, you know, like, uh, get... He needs a hobby, a pet, uh, a club, like... He needs something just to stop him from sitting around twiddling his thumbs. Yeah, like, what the hell does he do all day? Yeah. And I I get, if you have nothing to do all day and you're sitting there, you're just gonna spiral. Like, that's gonna happen. But you're an adult man. (laughs) You need to figure it out. It was... He was managed to get married to somebody. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) Somehow. Despite the fact that you have this apparently crippling mental disorder where you can't sit at home while someone goes to work for a few hours. And the thing that gets me, though, is that he's now punishing her and saying, I don't want to hear about how you thought I was a liar. Dude, you fucking know. You are a liar. Like, like, I don't even have to say it. That's that's some, like, manipulative shit. I don't know. Technically falls under gaslighting, but like, just, that's some blaming that doesn't need to be happening. So that's concerning for sure yeah that's definitely a worry damn buck wild get a dog get some fucking plants <laughs> yeah give him something to he do. needs to increase his room stat i haven't played the sims in so yes. long <laughs> <laughs> he needs to increase his room you stat need to buy him, some shit buy him one of those big old tvs and a, a game system mm-hmm. there we go that's how you do it in the sims yeah and it says he doesn't have any friends here. I mean, during the day, well, he needs sucks, to make but, some. You know, find some friends online or like play with your friends from back home online. You know, like do yeah. do literally anything. I find it hard to believe he's just sitting around scheming ways that he can get his wife to come home, like a child trying to get there, trying yeah, to get out of school. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Like this complete dependence on his wife coming home in order for him to enjoy himself so like he lied to her to get her to come home so they could watch a movie together if it's really that she lives she like works across the street like just go have lunch there you know and and say hi to her come back home you know she's right there if you need to see her and the anxiety's getting too bad watch the movie and tell her about it when you get home make a fucking youtube video right. about it or some shit like there's literally so many things at this point that you could do. I can't. <laughs> instead of breaking your ankle. <laughs> yeah, instead of purposefully, I <laughs> I believe, uh, breaking oh your God. ankle to get your wife to come home from work. Breaking your whole ankle. Uh, oh. You give him you give him four more months to get his shit together, and if he can, see if you can get that shit annulled, because you're marrying a child. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be hanging out for this. No. She says he has gotten better than what he was before. What was he like I before? I can't even. Like, like, he's on medication. Okay, that's great. Now you have to do that other work. Yeah. Well, the medication's not working, though, is it? Really? Partially. We because, don't know what he was like before. Because he's still bothering her all the time. I don't know. All right. He, the sex must be great. <laughs> Let me see if I, I can find I some comments of, here. Can't think of any other reason why you deal with this. Yeah, literally everybody's just quoting the <laughs> boy who cried wolf in the comments. Speaking of lack of self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah it doesn't really say. 
He's doing, she just says he's doing well compared to the past year or so. Well, everybody's doing well compared to the past year or so. <laughs> right? Yeah. We live far from where our parents live. We'll call them. They would love to hear from you. I don't like this idea that your partner is the be-all oh. and end-all of everything. Yes, I, I agree. Like, my partner's on a different continent right now, <laughs> and it's fine. Somebody said to me, I can't even remember who it was, who said this to me. They were like, oh, it was good of you to let him go. Ugh, gross. I was like, what do you mean, let him? He's a grown-ass man. Like, he can go wherever he wants. It's absolutely fine. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. My, I'm going out to dinner without my husband tonight with some friends. Nice. Nice. It's the Cheesecake Factory, though. Oh. <laughs> I, do you know, I've never eaten at Cheesecake Factory. I don't even know if the cheesecake's any good. The cheesecake's pretty good, but the food I is... I would probably just eat cheesecake if I went to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. I don't think I'd bother with, like, a main. Or I'd be like, can I have some appetizer cheesecake and a main cheesecake and a dessert cheesecake, please? Because <laughs> this is the Cheesecake Factory and I want to get my money's worth. Yes, I plan on getting some lettuce wraps and cheesecake. cheesecake. <laughs> That's that it. Smart. I did go to Smart. the gym before we recorded, so... I don't know what I'm going to have for my dinner tonight. This is the only thing about being on your own, is like... It's so easy to just be like, well... Let me just go get some takeout from across the street just, or whatever. Yeah, I just don't, I don't want to cook. Yeah. The, I've been, go ahead. I've just been existing on those like package pastas, like those little fresh tortellini packets. Oh so yeah. Like, yeah, I'll eat that. Because it, it takes like five minutes and then I put it in my mouth and it's food. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, without that motivation of like feeding another person, it's definitely like, if I make something really tasty and someone else doesn't validate me, <laughs> did I really cook it? <laughs> I think for me, it's like, if I spend time cooking something that's just for me, it's like, well, that was a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I could have eaten literally anything. It would have been fine. Like, I only have to eat to live. I don't really need to eat for enjoyment right now. I just have to, you know, continue surviving. <laughs> so I don't know why I spent an hour making this fucking lasagna or whatever. Yeah. Well, so that you don't have to cook for the next, like, week and a half. But then you know you look at that lasagna in the fridge and you're like, I don't want to eat lasagna. I don't want it anymore, yeah. <laughs> Kid, oh, you know what we didn't talk about? How he's told her that he shouldn't have even needed to tell her she should have known that something yeah, was that's weird. Mmm, <laughs> my spidey senses. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's not a thing. She's not a, fuck, she's not a fucking lassie. <laughs> like, what is it, girl? My husband fell. My husband fell down the stairs. <laughs> god oh you should have just known no like she's not a fucking mind reader if she was a mind reader she would have come home the first time when you said that you'd hurt your arm yeah exactly <laughs> like god damn uh i forgot about that in just the weirdness of the rest of the fucking it's so strange i don't know dude needs a hobby yeah he needs several hobbies and a dog and pet plants yep. Get, like yep. complicated plants make him so busy that he doesn't have time to concoct schemes. Yes, because <laughs> like, that's part of what anxiety is, is like ruminating on things. And if you don't have time to ruminate, then the anxiety can't build as, as easily. Theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> For In some theory. people, but it seems like that is maybe his problem. Yeah, he's just bored and he doesn't know any other way to relieve his boredom. Yeah. Yeah, someone in the comments is like, did you marry an adult? Because it sounds like he's like, come home with me and watch a movie. Uh, like, yeah, he just sounds like a oh. toddler. Like, come on. Uh, like, he just has this, like, whiny toddler vibe. For sure. <sighs> give him four more months and see what happens. Um, I wouldn't even give him four more months. Yeah, she might just be too busy to kick his ass out. Anyway, okay, here's our last one. Which is okay. some fun. I don't even know if this is weddings make people crazy. Bubba. <laughs> but the it's kind of a bait and switch. So OP's 21 and her sister is 34. Okay. Am I the asshole for not attending my sister's wedding after I tell after telling her I'd go? My sister got married last week. <laughs> Just <her laughs> yeah, like, you you need more content. <laughs> my sister got married last week. When she got engaged six months ago, she told me she wanted me to be a bridesmaid. I agreed. How could I not? 
The other bridesmaids were all pretty rich. Sis and groom weren't planning on holding back on the wedding because they had a pretty big budget. The groom's from a wealthy family. There wasn't a problem until three months before the wedding when she and her friends, the other bridesmaids, were picking out dresses. The dresses cost $300 each and were so pretty OMG. They were pastel pink with yellow embroidered roses on them, handmade. Handmade for 300 bucks? Damn. Yeah, that's pretty good. I am a college student and I'm broke. I couldn't afford a dress that cost that much, especially since I was only going to wear it once. I told my sister immediately, so she said she'd pay $150 so I could pay the rest and I could pay the rest myself. She sent me the money and since there were still three months before the wedding, she said I had to salvage something. Now, $150, that's like two weeks worth of groceries, LMAO. I decided to keep the money she'd given me to myself because I sure as hell wasn't going to spend another $150 on this on some dress. What? Wait, so she didn't buy the dress? Correct. She just kept the money. The money. What? My sis never asked me about the dress again until a week before the wedding. I told her I hadn't bought it and spent it on things I actually needed. What? She was pissed, saying there wasn't enough time to order a new dress. She told me I couldn't be a bridesmaid without it. I didn't show up to the wedding, for obvious reasons. She called me after (laughs) asking where I was and calling me an asshole and a liar. What did I do that was remotely asshole-ish? I'm broke, so there's no way I could afford such an expensive dress. What the fuck? And you can't you can't just take someone's money like yeah. that. Okay, so here are two comments that she has, right? First comment. She said since I couldn't afford the whole price, she'd give me the money to pay half. Still, half the price was too much for some dress I was never going to wear again. And then she says, I didn't scam her. OMG, stop exaggerating. Shake my head. I put the money to good use. She never said I had to spend the money on the dress. (gasps) At first I was like, all ready to be like, wow, such an asshole, like making such an expensive bridesmaid's dress. But then she's like, here, I'll give you half. And if she had, if OP had said, I... I am so sorry. I literally can't afford the 150 either. Her sister probably would have given her the rest of it. Right. But she didn't mention anything until a week before. I like how she tries to justify her behavior by saying that everybody else is really rich. Mm -hmm. So she's like, the groom's from a wealthy family and all of her friends are rich and blah, 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 blah. It's like, they couldn't possibly understand that I need groceries. Like for one person, $150 can last you a month. I don't know where you're shopping, but... Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she says that 150 bucks is like half of her, or a quarter of her rent. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't know where, how much your family is paying for you or what, but like, like, my parents paid for some of my sister's stuff for my wedding, and I paid for the rest of it, Mm -hmm. because she didn't have a job and she couldn't afford it. So like, do that. Talk to your parents and say hey, I can't afford the $150 for sister's wedding. Could you front me the other $150 right. for the dress? She gave me half, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, and I don't, we don't know what her, their parent situation is, but like, seems like she's just one of those people who's poor during college. Yeah. And because you can't afford to buy lots of stuff during college because you only work a little bit, you know, but your parents pay if for- If you work at all. Yeah. But yeah. your parents pay for like her tuition and stuff. So, Yeah. Seems dumb. Yeah, really stupid. I bought a bridesmaid dress for a wedding that didn't even happen. Well, it was because of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Um, And they they just went and eloped and it was fine. But like literally the week before they just went on off and got married, I bought the dress. I was like, yay, I finally bought the dress. I did it. And then I found out that they just got married. I was like, I should have followed my husband's philosophy, which is procrastinate because you could die tomorrow before you have to do your chores or whatever. You should have procrastinated so that you wouldn't even have had to buy the dress. It was like a month before the wedding. (laughs) Like, and I hadn't bought a dress. I was like, Jesus, I need to buy a dress for this fucking, this fucking wedding. Otherwise it's just not going to happen. Then I bought it. It's in my wardrobe. <laughs> it probably doesn't even fit me anymore. I plant so much weight, but pandemic weight doesn't count. <laughs> <sighs> Definitely does. <laughs> yeah, it does when you're looking for shirts to wear to fucking school. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're actually trying to buy some clothes for your stupid body. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, like woof. I don't know. Based on the fact that um, they don't mention OP doesn't mention parents at all. Like, seems like probably not. They just didn't even ask. Like, yeah. If somebody gives you money for something, like, if it's part of a conversation about something, you're not allowed to then go and spend that money on something completely unrelated. 
You can hang on to that it's, money and then give it back if you figure out that you can't afford it. Like, Yeah, but it's not your money. It's given to you on a contingency basis that you're going to do X thing with this money. Yeah. I didn't ghost her, by the way. I still helped her shop for wedding dresses and join parties and pre-wedding stuff. So you went to all the fun shit. Yeah, and then she's like, well, I'm not going to show up, especially after she embarrassed me like that. I was actually what? looking forward to the wedding. It's just another case of someone with zero self-awareness. <laughs> yeah. Like The lack of self-awareness episode. Same with the, guy, the oh, husband geez. last story. God. Yeah. I mean... All these people are main characters in their own little bubbles and everybody else outside is just a bit part. She says, I mean, look at it from my perspective. 150 no. is a lot. That's like a quarter of my what? rent or half my monthly bills. I didn't bail. She told me I wasn't invited to be her bridesmaid anymore. That doesn't mean you're not invited to the wedding. Yeah, you can go to the wedding with a cheaper dress on. Like, it's... <sighs> yeah like just i and people are like i don't think this post is real i do i do i do i absolutely do definitely 100 percent. there's there are people who would do this and just the the way that she types also is very college kid Mm -hmm. like i feel like if it was constructed it wouldn't be like that yeah, she's definitely one of those like, well, it's not technically cheating because, uh, you know. He didn't suck my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say yeah. because the answers were out in the open, like on a test, but. <laughs> oh, I was thinking I was thinking of her in a completely different way. <laughs> but that too. Yes, she's definitely that, that kind of too. person. Like, is it not technically wrong because reason? It's like, okay, yeah. well, you can tell yourself that while you destroy your relationships around you. Like, yeah, like very much college kid who never grew out of that. Maybe her parents have been paying for everything for her. So she thinks she's entitled to family money or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's just general good wedding etiquette. If you can't afford something to tell the bride and groom, like they might be pissed, but... You don't want to put a lot of financial burdens on yourself for a party that isn't your party. Yeah, and also, like, it's her sister. She would still like you to go to the wedding. Mm -hmm. And also, you could ask your parents and see if that is an option for you. But you, you see a lot of posts on Reddit, on a variety of different subreddits, about people who are like, they wanted me to travel six states away for the bachelorette, and I couldn't afford it. And it's like, well, just don't go. If you can't afford it, don't go. Yeah. But tell them. Like you you are you are under no obligation to spend money for to be part of somebody's wedding like that. And if you are, then you need to talk to the bride and groom about what your budget is. Because weddings are stressful and you don't want there to be any miscommunication. Yeah. yeah. My bridesmaids listening can can confirm or deny, but I'm pretty sure my bridesmaids dress i made sure it was like 40 bucks yeah i i found the website for my bridesmaids and i was like it's about it was about 70 bucks a dress um but they were really plain dresses so if they wanted to use them again or sell them on it would be really easy they weren't like bridesmaid bridesmaid dresses yeah but yeah i just might have been closer to like six forty 40 to 60 but it was definitely under 100 yeah it was less than 100 bucks yeah and if your friends or if you have one particular friend or or a relative who's not well off, like with my sister, then be prepared to pay for their stuff. Like if you do want them to be a part of it, you can say to them, if you want to say to them like, hey, this is the bridesmaid's dress. Like this is what this is going to entail. You can either just come as a guest or you can be part of the party, you know, and then, and then they can make their own decision. But like someone's financial status is not a personal insult to you. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people get really insulted when they're like, what do you mean you can't afford to come to my wedding? It's like, well, I can't afford to come to your wedding. Like, that's that's it. That's what I mean. And people think because it's their wedding that you'll move heaven and earth to make it possible at any expense. But the reality is if you have a budget and, you know, you can't afford it, you can't afford it. So and the their their username is Defiant Rooster, which I love. Just like very <laughs> obvious. But bleh, come on now, yeah. cars, stop it. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I I mean, she got so heavily dissed that I bet she's gonna not come back with an update. I would be interested in how this relationship with her sister ends. <laughs> like, cause, yeah. cause it has an end point if OP doesn't take this shit to heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right, subreddit of the week. 
is stop buying mufflers. <laughs> Don't drive down Vulcan Street. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it simple today. It's gonna be chameleon holding stuff. Yay! All right, let's do this. Let's do some chameleons. I'm I'm excited. Someone I reposted uh the chameleon clinging onto the plant from Lil Grabby's. Oh, Lil Grabby's. Honorable mention to Lil Grabby's. Oh wait, top of all time. We do love some Lil Grabby's. It's a lot of crossover here. It's like an eye bleach type subreddit essentially. Hey, that's what we like. Chameleon holding stuff. The first one is chameleon holding this woman's hair. Like. <laughs> Very good. Chameleons are fun because they'll grab anything you give them. They give them a little oh, sword and an axe. I, I like his little axe. It's <laughs> very good. I just like the idea of like I'm gonna fucking stab you. Like, like <laughs> it just looks so funny. And they also try and grab like waterfalls and stuff. Mostly people. Oh, are the g- gun is good. He's packing heat. Packing heat. Hey, this one's trying to climb up a, a helium balloon string, Aww. and so it's just pulling the balloon down. <laughs> Poor guy. Yep. Come on, dude. <laughs> lightsaber. Yeah. Water. Oh, the lightsaber's good. I like all the colors. I just like lizards. Lizards are just rad. They're so shiny and cool. There's a. Uh, so we were doing ethos, pathos, and logos yesterday with my students, and one student mm-hmm. wouldn't stop saying pothos, which is a plant, and I encouraged <laughs> her. <laughs> and she just kept doing it to annoy her group mate. It's pretty funny. I heart That's panda. Oh, the little teacup is good. Well, this one, you can see it's claws. It's got like nails in there. Ooh, they're nasty. Yeah. It's got... Oh, the banana's good. <laughs> okay, I like this one. The Lego the Lego knife. I think that's the best one of a, a chameleon holding a knife. <laughs> it just looks so fake. Like, it looks like somebody's just drawn it. Like, it's an animated <laughs> fucking... Oh, the specs are good, too. Banana. Oh, it's got glasses. They look like little dinosaurs little when glasses. they have that big head thing is up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just holding that frog's mouth shut. There we go. Shut up. We get it. You did the Budweiser commercial in the 90s. You don't need to say it every minute of every day. <laughs> so yeah, this is just a cute one if you want to see cute animals. Yeah. Does it have a related subreddit? Nope. Nope. It's very specific. <laughs> Rule one, be civil. Rule two, keep posts relevant. Rule th- three, no animal abuse. Great. Good. Love that. That's it. That's all we need. <laughs> Ooh, this one's pretty. And it also, yeah, they have different colors and stuff. Chameleon holding a grudge. <laughs> Good little lizards. Yeah, they don't they don't do camouflage. Um, it's actually like their emotions, like they change different colors based on how oh. they're feeling. So and also I think at the temperature. Oh. So <laughs> a lot of axes. This one's got a bow staff. <laughs> Paintbrush. Fifty dollars. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Umbrella. Oh, all good. Yeah. So many lightsaber chameleons. Yeah, and axes. A book. Lots of photoshops, too. Like, this person photosh- put the chameleon on a model ship, and it's breathing fire. That's rad. <laughs> Lizards are good and fun. Yeah. I don't see the $50 one. Oh, there it is. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, Canadian money. Fake Canadian money. <laughs> yeah. This is cute. It's cute, simple subreddit for... Our stressful week of, oh, hey, God. I'm going back to school. Or you're going back to school. I'm at oh, school. God. I don't want to go. This sub- the subreddit description says, a subreddit full of pictures of chameleons holding things. That's what we are. That's what we do. Nothing else. <laughs> um, so that'll be good stress relief for this week. If you want to send me petty shit that you've done to your neighbors you can add me at morgan <laughs> underscore slay or you can email or you can at the podcast at are the letter you the word serious pod or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com uh you can send me your back to school outfits Yes, uh, please. On Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore nose, as in knows lots of things. And you can find us on Facebook, uh, the letter R slash the letter U, serious podcast. Yeah, and check out my other podcast, Middle Morph. And yeah. also, if you like our podcast, tell people about it. And also, write us reviews wherever you get your podcasts, because 
that actually does help us. Yeah, reviews are cool and good. I know you think that writing a review just is like ego buttering, but it's not. It tells people like what we're about and how we do and it can make people more inclined to uh, give us a little listen. So if you have a minute, that would be great. Also, it does help now that we're back in school and getting shit all over, especially by <laughs> every news article that's ever existed. Uh, you know. All the parents, all the kids, all the admin, yourself, your dreams, <laughs> your stomach, like everything that you ever loved, your cat. Nobody loves you anymore as soon as you go back to school. That's it. It's over. Yeah. The teachers are heroes phase uh, went away pretty quick. Done. <laughs> it was like two weeks. It was two weeks of grace. That's it. Happens every year. Yeah, we'll give you some coffee, but not a raise. Never a raise. <laughs> I would like both, please. <laughs> coffee and a raise. As I always say, don't give me Starbucks gift cards. Bevmo only, please. Thank you. Hey, I got a curing for my classroom. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be caffeinated to the moon. That certainly will help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, wish us luck. Oh, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>